0: on episode 374 of Nintendo Switchcraft, is Bethesda doomed? Fire Emblem's voice is changing. The last day is coming soon. Those stories and more on this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft. This is Smash Block, and you're listening to Nintendo Switchcraft. Switchcraft is brought to you live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Tune in live over at Twitch.tv/slash Run Jump Stomp. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Ron O. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at Patreon.com/slash Run Jump Stomp. I post all of the episodes without the ads. So if you don't like the ads, that's how you can get them for a buck a month. All right. Uh, If you want to leave a voicemail like we had at the beginning of the show, you can do that by going to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device. I may even play it on the show. Uh, Before we get into uh, everything, I just want to remind everybody uh, the podcast awards are coming up. It is now time to nominate your favorite podcasts, for a podcast award, you can do that by going to podcastawards.com. That's podcast awards with an S dot com and nominate Nintendo Switchcraft under the uh, hobbies and games category. Um, uh, just a quick reminder, I am going on vacation starting tomorrow, so there won't be any Twitch streams or uh, live shows or anything like that. There won't be any YouTube Uh, videos, but I may still record stuff from my phone and post it to the feed. So if you watch this on YouTube or if you just watch it live on Twitch and you want to make sure that you get access to everything, uh, make sure that you check out uh, my podcast, which you can subscribe to over at runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Now that we got all that out of the way, let's talk about Nintendo News. All right, Uh, let's start. Yesterday, I mentioned that we, um, like right before the show started, we had an announcement from Bethesda that uh, they were at QuakeCon, I guess, and they announced, hey, look at this, Doom 1, 2, and 3 are now on the Nintendo Switch, and a lot of people were pretty hyped about that because, you know, if you're my age, these games were huge in your formative years, and um, I, I haven't bought them yet but there's, there's something holding me back. And I know that there's a lot of people who are upset about it. Well, you know what? Let me tell you exactly what the problem is because Bethesda can't seem to launch a game without some kind of controversy surrounding it, be that microtransactions or the duffel bag that came with the Fallout 76 nonsense. Whatever it is, Bethesda always seems to trip over their own feet and they end up with egg on their face every time they launch a game so yesterday when they announced that doom 1 2 and 3 were coming to the nintendo switch we were like well done bethesda you did it you you managed to pull this off without looking like a bunch of incompetent fools but oh no wait a second they they ended up looking like incompetent fools again and how did they manage to do this well we're talking about Doom, right? Came out in 1993. I, I, I'm i 99% sure, I could be wrong, but I'm 99.9% sure that Bethesda.net did not exist at the time. You with me? So what did they do? Well, a- according to the internet, and you know you can trust the internet, you can't play Doom games if you're not logged into the internet. What? Are you serious? This is a... Uh, a tweet from at Nintendan, uh, and he's not the only person that said this, a lot of people were were saying this, uh, that you can't play the game without being connected to the internet, Uh, so he had, apparently he had his uh, airplane mode on, and it says, please turn flight mode off, Uh, and then it says here, uh, a Bethesda.net, I'm I'm sorry, a Bethesda.net account is required to play this title, Please connect to the internet to continue. Okay, now, of course, people saw this and they were incredibly irritated with this. This is bad. You shouldn't have to be connected to the internet in order to play these games. These are offline games. In fact, these games don't offer online multiplayer at all. So the the shoehorning in of forcing you to have a Bethesda account in order to play this offline game is just ridiculous. However, it's not all as bad as it seems, because apparently the guys over at Game explained did a very good video where <laughs> one of them, I think, it was John, went out into some field and uh, he recorded himself just basically skipping. Uh, you, you could you could say okay, and then when it goes to put in uh, your email address, uh, he put in. Uh, it's the email address for customer service at Domino's, or something. So basically, whatever you do with this Bethesda thing, is ju- they they are just trying to collect your email address. That's that's what this is. They are trying to collect your email address, and they don't even check to see if it's a real email address. Now you do have to be connected to the internet the very first time that you try this. You know what occurs to me is I wonder. I wonder if this will allow people who don't have Nintendo Switch Online to connect to the the Bethesda servers in order to say, hey, here's your stupid email. Leave me alone. Um, Don't have Nintendo Switch Online. If you, I can't test it because I have Nintendo Switch Online. My son has Nintendo Switch Online and I'm, I'm not going to buy a third Switch just so I can try this out. And I'm not going to spend $5 on a game that I don't really want just to try it out either. But if you don't have Nintendo Switch Online and you bought Doom, are you able to play it? I would love for you to let me know. You can let me know through Twitter at uh, RunJumpStomp. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can let me know in the comment section right down below. And uh, you can also email me uh, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. All right, so uh, we've kind of cleared the air a little bit. You don't actually have to give them your real email address. In fact, I recommend that everyone use the same e- email address. Uh, this is lame at noway.com. What do you guys think? If if, if anybody out there is going to buy Doom and you're going to sign up, just send them that email address. This is lame at noway.com. And you'll be all set, all right. You still be able to play your game in offline mode. It's very lame that they that people have to do this at all. Uh, but you know what? The internet got mad, and Bethesda uh, responded. They have responded and they said, An update on our new classic Doom releases the Bethesda net login requirement was included for the Slayers Club to reward members. Excuse me for playing the classic Doom games. Okay, I don't know what the Slayers Club is, but if it's if it's just something that it is to reward people that are already part of the Slayers Club, then then that's fine. Uh, Bethesda continues and says the login should be optional, and we are working on changing the requirement to optional now. So, uh, m- did they make a mistake? I want to say no, they probably did this on purpose knowing that they would collect a bunch of email addresses and then they can use those email a- addresses to be like, "Hey, we we just put out Wolfenstein Youngblood on the Switch. You want to pick that up? Hey, we just if you like this Doom, you'd probably like Doom 2016. Uh, hey, we just dropped uh, Doom Inferno or whatever the new Doom game is that's coming out later this year. Um we just dropped this game. You want to p- you want to buy that? So They're just collecting email addresses. And I I have to wonder, because I don't think for a second that they did this by accident. I think that they did this on purpose so that they could collect a bunch of email addresses, which is lame. Uh, But I have to wonder, is the amount of email addresses that they collect worth the price of the goodwill from the community that it's going to cost them? And I think that the answer is probably no. Uh, What do you guys think of this uh, Bethesda Net Doom controversy? Uh, If you are watching on YouTube, let me know in the uh, comments down below, or let me know on Twitter or email or wherever it is that we talk. Or join the Discord, and we can have a conversation there as well. Uh, Let's take a look at Fire Emblem. I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Uh, It came out yesterday. I am already about seven hours in and uh i'm I'm having an absolute blast with it uh i'm I'm really really enjoying it um there's i I don't want to talk too much about fire emblem because i again i'm only seven hours in and and my my opinions haven't really changed since yesterday uh the game is super rad and what i will say is that I, i do have one gripe with it so far uh I played it in handheld mode a little bit last night, um, went down, sat in the hammock and was playing a little handheld mode, Fire Emblem out in the yard. Uh, God, I love the Switch for things like that. Uh, but the text is a little too small. It's a little hard to read and I don't know if it's because I'm an old, old, old man. Um, but I'm, I'm, uh, nearsighted? No, I'm farsighted. I can see things that, no, I can't see things that are far away, whatever that is. You can let me know if you want. Uh, But whatever that is, I can't see things that are far away. So, you know, my eyes are fine for looking at things on the switch. In fact, the glasses that I'm wearing right now are those progressive lenses that have an actual prescription on the top and no prescription on the bottom so that when I'm reading something up close, I can see things just fine. Uh, Anyway, why am I talking about um, Fire Emblem? Well, first off, because I wanted to complain just a little bit about the fact that you can't... I, I'm having trouble reading things because the text is so small. I can't imagine playing this game um, on the uh, on the Switch Lite with the screen being even smaller. Uh, they just need to give us an option to increase text size and it'll be fine. Uh, but the reason I'm talking about it is because according to Game Informer, Nintendo is replacing the protagonist voice actor... Uh, for Fire Emblem Three Houses, uh, I guess because of sexual assault allegations. Uh, It says here that Nintendo has made a statement to Game Informer confirming that they are indeed replacing the uh, voice actor, which is, I think his name is Chris Niosi. Uh, It says... After assessing the situation, we decided to re-record the character's voiceovers in Fire Emblem Three Houses and Fire Emblem Heroes with another actor. The new voiceovers will be included in a future patch. Uh, the original story is basically, uh, he's been in a bunch of video game dubs over the years like Octopath Traveler, Tales of Zesternia, Zest- Zestiria, uh, and OKKO, OK and... Um, And he has had multiple allegations of sexual harassment, abuse, and assault over the years. Uh, So it's really like, you know, it's awful that anybody would ever get away with all that stuff. But I'm happy that, you know, if these allegations are true, he should be removed from the game. But for anybody who's played Fire Emblem, you might be wondering, wait a second, what what protagonist voice acting? Like they never say anything. At least that's what I was thinking until I was playing today. And I went and talked to one of the other professors uh, in the school and they taught me a thing and I leveled up. And and then the, that was the first time I think I heard the character say like, oh, I did a great job or whatever the hell it was. It doesn't matter. Uh, so th- the protagonist most of the time they don't give them a voice. Uh, So I don't imagine that this is that tall of an order for Nintendo to get a new voice actor in, replace all that dialogue lines, and then patch it. And it's really not going to be that big of a deal for them to pull that off. And it's because there's so few lines uh, for them to do. Would they do this? And this is the question that I have for you guys. Do you think Nintendo would do this If it was for a character that had, you know, buckets and buckets of dialogue in the game, do you think Nintendo would do the same thing for somebody like that? For this, it's got to be pretty cheap to have somebody come in, grunt three or four times, say a couple of lines, and then, you know, then they're out. Um, Although I will say I'm only... Uh, I'm, I'm only seven hours into the game, so maybe he's a chatterbox later on, or she, uh, maybe they're a chatterbox later on, uh, in the game. I don't know, but I, I think it's good that Nintendo is doing this because, uh, this kind of behavior should never be tolerated, and the companies that tolerate it are almost encouraging it, so I think that it's good that they're making that change. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We'll hear from our sponsors. When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit about a little game called Dragon Quest. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same Jersey as you to be your best. Every time you step on the field, that's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. You're playing with power. All right, everybody, we are back. And uh, just uh, we're going to talk about Dragon Quest XI. I can't make a decision about this game. Dragon Quest XI is a game that I bought on my PS4 when it went on sale for, I think it was $20. Uh, and it's about to come to the Nintendo Switch. And the reason I know it's about to come to the Nintendo Switch is because we got a tweet from the... Um. Oh, shoot. Who is this guy? I, uh, I forget. I think he is the director of the game. Uh. Anyway, he tweeted, uh, it seems that we had, this is a uh, auto translation by Google from a uh, Japanese tweet, but it seems uh, that they have mastered the overseas version. So that means, what does that mean? It means that the Western release of Dragon Quest XI S has gone gold. And man, I don't know if you guys are old like me, but back in the day, I would always go to bluesnews.com and they would talk about this game has gone gold. That game has gone gold. What does that actually mean? It means that they are done and ready to uh, start mass producing whatever the game is. So in this case, it's Dragon Quest 11S Echoes of an Elusive Age Ultimate Edition Go Plus Max XL or whatever the name of the game is. But, you know there's, uh, it's ready to be manufactured. So now there's, they're going to start manufacturing those cartridges and shipping them out. And, you know, I've been watching some Nintendo, um, some Nintendo switch footage of the game and it looks really good, but it doesn't look as good as my PS4 version. Like my PS4 version looks absolutely gorgeous all of the time. And when I look at this, I'm like, oh, it looks a little pixelated, but is that really a big deal? Not really. It's a it's a beautiful game. It's just that I've been playing on the PS4. And the idea of being able to take it wherever I go is really appealing for a giant game like this. So I'm having trouble not buying Dragon Quest XI S. I really want to play this game on the Switch. The Switch I should have waited. I should have waited. Uh, I've got it on my PS4 Pro, and I wish that I had waited and just bought it once on the Nintendo Switch, because if I'm not looking at the graphics side by side, I'm not really going to notice it. And eventually, I will get used to how it looks on the Nintendo Switch. And it's got all these extra features, and there's extra quests that apparently, like these side characters, you are able to... Uh, do like quests where the side characters will become a a protagonist for that quest. It's got the cool uh, 16 or 8 or 16-bit style that you can switch to anytime you go to a save point. Uh, It just, it looks so good and it's got all the DLC. I'm just really happy for this game to come to the Nintendo Switch and it's all I can do to not buy the damn thing because... It just looks so fantastic, and I've played it on my PS4 Pro, and it is really a good game. And being able to take it wherever I want to go is very, very appealing. Uh, so there's that. Now, talking, speaking of buying games, today is Ju- uh, July 27th. What does that mean? That means that you have, uh, if you're if you're counting today, which we probably shouldn't count today because you're probably listening to this tomorrow. Uh so let's not count today. That means we've got one, two, three, four days left. Four days left. Are you ready for this? You only have four days left to get your hands on uh the Nintendo Switch game vouchers. Now, if you don't remember what are the game vouchers, uh then if you are a member of Nintendo Switch Online and uh that that and um sorry if you're a member of Nintendo Switch Online you have access to limited time offers from time to time. The first one, sorry, I looked away from the microphone. The first one uh, got you these uh, Nintendo Switch weird uh, Joy-Cons that look like NES controllers. These are the ones that my wife and I use. Anytime we want to play Dr. Mario, uh, we grab these, and this is how we play, and it's awesome. But uh, that was like the first deal that you could get, and then we had this second deal where you could get these vouchers, which basically save you twenty dollars uh, as you have on two games because you buy the the game or the, the game vouchers for ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, right? That gives you enough for two games, and then you can buy games that are sixty dollars for the for the vouchers. So if it, essentially, you're getting one hundred and twenty dollars worth of games for 100 bucks, and you are saving uh, $20. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because this offer is only valid through July 31st, 2019. So you are running out of time to buy these vouchers. And oh my God, I've already used this twice. I used this so I could get Marvel Ultimate Alliance and Dragon Quest Builders 2. I used it on Fire Emblem and Super Mario Maker 2. And so that saved me $40. That, that is practically, uh, that's almost a game. If I do this one more time, I will basically be getting a game for free that I would have already bought. And I just want to remind people, what are the games that are eligible for you to buy with these vouchers? And this is the thing that's driving me absolutely crazy. The thing that's driving me crazy is that I know that there are games that I will be buying this year that are eligible to use on this voucher program, but I don't like the idea of parting with $100 that far up front. It just bothers me a lot. So, what games are are eligible? Luigi's Mansion 3, Zelda Link's Awakening. So, right there, I'm going to buy both of those games. I know that I am. So, it I should buy this voucher, voucher program. All right. I should absolutely do it a third time, which is insane. Nintendo did a great job on this program and they need to bring it back next year. It's, it needs to be like a yearly thing. Um, Dragon Quest XI um, uh, S, Echoes of an Elusive Age Definitive Edition Max Plus uh, XL. Uh, that is also a voucher game. Demon X Machina is also a voucher game. I'm not really too interested in Demon X Machina, but Dragon Quest XI I'm interested in. The Pokemon games that are coming out later this year, Sword and Shield, Dragon Quest Builders 2, Super Mario Maker 2, Breath of the Wild, 1-2 Switch. Why anybody would use it on that, I have no idea. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, if you don't already have that. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, ARMS, uh, Astral Chain, Fire Emblem 3 Houses, Splatoon 2, Mario Odyssey, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. This is a list of the absolute best games on the Nintendo Switch. And oh my god, I just I I want to I want to buy the vouchers and it's separating that $100 from myself is is very hard to do. Uh, The Parallax Effect in chat is asking, will it work on the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 DLC? Uh, You know, I'm not sure if it will or not, but isn't that uh, DLC only 50 bucks? And if that's the case, then you're not saving any money by doing the vouchers. So I'm not sure. Actually, let let me see how much that game costs. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torn of the Golden Country costs... $39.99. Thirty nine ninety nine. So yeah, you don't want to use the voucher program on Xenoblade Chronicles Two, uh, the the Golden Country, because you will actually be losing money if you do that. So I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend that uh, at all. Uh, but anyway, I, I just want to ask you guys if you are going to uh, use the vouchers or not, and if so, uh, I want to know what games are you going to use them for. Uh, for later on this year and you've only got four days left to take advantage of this so uh, that's just something to keep in mind everybody because that is uh, very very tempting for me anyway Uh, real quick uh, joy cons we talked about joy con drift a whole bunch on this show if you haven't heard me my my uh, take on it go back and listen to the old episodes I'm not going to talk about it again uh, I just want to remind everybody that Nintendo is now fixing them for free. I had a member of our Discord community, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord. Uh, they were talking about it in our uh, in our main chat channel and they were like, hey, I sent in I just sent in six Joy-Cons to get fixed free of charge. And that's awesome. So so there you go. Um, let's see, what else? Oh, oh, yeah. Um, Up until now, that has been a US or um, a Western audience only. Uh, But apparently, this is according to a post on Resetera. It says, as was reported a few days ago, Nintendo of America has started repairing Joy-Con drift for free, even if your warranty has expired. So far, we didn't have any confirmation about this, but it's also happening in other territories. But finally authorized Nintendo repair shop in Costa Rica has has confirmed that the free repairs have been extended to all of Latin America. So uh, no official word on whether or not this is going to happen in Europe and Japan as well. uh, But I anticipate that at some point it will. All right, we got five minutes left in the show. So we've got two emails. Let's get to the emails right now. Oh, Pac-Man! Thank goodness from Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. All right, let's start off. I got an email from Corbin. Corbin says, hey, Bill, I am a fan of the show, and I have been listening for a while. I recently got back into the game Breath of the Wild, and because of this, I have come close to 100%, but there's one thing in the game that I just can't buy, and that is the, the Amiibo exclusivity items that I can't go out and spend $600 on 22 Amiibo so uh, to just use mostly in this game. So I went on Amazon and looked up Breath of the Wild NFC cards and I bought a pack of 22 for $40. What do you think of people like me buying this? Love the show and thanks for reading. Email from Monty. Or, or no, that was uh, Corbin. Thank you. First off, Corbin, uh, look, Nintendo are the ones that screwed this up. They should not have limited that stuff to only Amiibo. And it bothers me a lot that they did that. Uh, The idea, you must have spent a ridiculous amount of time in Breath of the Wild in order to 100% that game and go out and find all of those Korok seeds and stuff like that. So for you to buy these, and I know that this is a... ethically or morally gray area because that's that's essentially stealing the dlc i guess um but i don't know maybe they should have said hey for an extra 40 bucks we'll unlock all this crap for you anyway and then you don't have to have all this plastic stuff in your house i i don't know how i feel about it i don't blame you one bit for handling it the way that you did so uh that's i guess my answer I got another email. This one comes from Monty, and they said, Mr. Bill, oh no! And that's an old joke from like Saturday Night Live in the 80s, I think. Maybe 70s, I'm not sure. But it's it's an old joke, and people say that to me all the time. Uh, Anyway, Mr. Bill, uh, in light of all this controversy regarding the Nintendo Switch and Joy-Con drifting, I wanted to put in my two cents as well as reveal a larger part of the issue. So my Joy-Cons began experiencing the drift several months ago but was of little consequence because I primarily used the Xenoblade 2 Pro Controller. Well, as of last week, my Pro Controller has begun to experience the drift issue as well now. In my, albeit foolish, attempt to repair it, I managed to strip one of the screws. With that being said, I sympathize with Nintendo's plight and honestly would have been okay with paying the 4 or $5 they were originally charging for repairs. Being free is obviously preferable. But even a few dollars would seem better than dishing out $80 for another pair of Joy-Cons, since it seems my Pro Controller is dead in the water. I was curious if you had seen this new Pro Controller by 8BitDo, which seems promising. I've never experienced their products personally, but I know their name is unanimous with quality. Uh, so what he's talking about is the eight-bit dough controller. Actually, let me bring this up on screen so I can look at it while I'm talking about it. I ordered one, and it is supposed to come out on uh, August 7th. And it looks—this one looks really cool. It looks like a Super Nintendo uh, controller with wings, basically. And I—I I can't wait for this thing to come to. Um, to the, or to my house, honestly, I can't wait for it to get here because this thing looks really, really cool. I'm excited to play it. And, uh, I'm, I will definitely talk about it on the show. Um, that I, I have never used 8-BitDo bit controllers myself, so I, I don't know, but I have heard the same things that you have, that they are high quality. Uh, he then says, thank you for the great work, longtime listener, and deeply appreciate your content. I remain a humble and loyal listener, Montague. Well, thank you very much, Montague, for the email and for listening. I appreciate it. I'm definitely looking forward to checking out that controller as soon as it gets here. I will be making a video for my YouTube channel, and I will talk about it here on the podcast as well. All right it's time for me to wrap up the show. Uh, and uh, just a reminder, I'm going on vacation. So you won't hear or you won't see me uh, on video anywhere uh, for the next week, probably. But I may still put out audio shows. Uh, but anyway, if you want to become a part of the community, you can join us over at runjumpstomp.com slash discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. You get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use that hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft. If you're looking for ways to support the show, stop by runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. The music you're hearing right now is corneria Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. You guys are awesome for hanging out with me. Thank you for listening, and I will see you guys soon. Bye-bye.